Pardon the slowness, smoke to the roach clip From the AM to the PM, I'm toasted The diagnosis, so ferocious Call me Mr. 86, ghosted Past the roach clip, twist another Philly blunt On my chili chill, give them what they really want Cop another pound, trying to bring the price down Got the sticky icky, my niggie quite loud Ask Steph and them, we can shoot the lights out Talk smack, I back slap, quite foul It's like the malice in the palace Throw hands with fans, he's so callous Roach clip, floating with the planets 10pm in Pluto, but shut it down in Dallas He got five on it, what you talking practice? Roach clip, roll this, go go gadget Roach clip, burnt deathly toasted Oh yeah, shout out to Maxim Milfer Letting us use this as our intro That's like, this, you know, that describes us perfectly right there Fuck yeah The Roach Clip, Maxim, Maxim Mill from uh, a producer From the East Coast Just hit him up They had that track Like people, people would tag us playing that track And uh, I was like, let me hit this full up Because I like the lyrics on that shit yeah. It's like perfect, dog Roach clip, we got our, we finally got our intro. You can send me the beat and all that shit too. So shout out to that fool. We salute yeah. you. Big salutes. He didn't ask for anything either. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was, I don't have shit to give him. But right away he's like, yeah, fool, fuck yeah, you can use it. I'm like, can we use this shit for our intro? So I just, you know, it's a full song. I just cut it. Yeah, yeah. Cut it down. Oh, that's dope though. Yeah, but shout out to that dude, Maximil, yeah. East Coast. East Coast showing us love. That's crazy, huh? A dude from fucking New York shows us love and People motherfuckers from around the way show us show us the, the shoulder. Show us the, the back door. The back door, but we show them the middle finger. <laughs> goddamn their middle finger. The goddamn their middle finger. <laughs> oh, the local celebrate. The uh, local celebration. They, they celebrate uh, California culture. California culture. Hell yeah, we got Brody in the building. What's up, Brody? What's up, homie? Como estamos? Aquí nomás. We got the homie Franco in the house. What's up, Franco? Hola. And half a day. <laughs> half a day. And I'm uh, your Bafangu. Starlink. Bafangu. Groover. Mr. Bafangul. Solo. <laughs> what does Bafangul mean? I forgot. Like, go fuck yourself or some shit. Is that from The Sopranos? It's like, I don't uh, is it? I don't know. I've never watched The Sopranos. I've never seen this. I, I used to work with this Italian lady, and she would teach me words. That's one that. And Bafangul you know. was one, but I can't remember what it meant. I just remember Joel Santana says it in a song. Like, Bafangul? It's like, go fuck yourself, some shit like that. I think. I, I think it's a cuss word, though. How do, and what, uh, how does Joel Santana use it? Let me remember. Like, you step to me, you Bafangul. Yeah. What does he rhyme Baf on Ghoul with? Uh, Praise Abdul. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. I'll, let me. I'll, I'll f- You'll remember. I remember the song. You just remember that on, part? Yeah. The Baf on Ghoul part. You think I'm a fool? Well, Baf on Ghoul. You think I'm a fool? What does Cha Cha mean? Baf on Ghoul. What up? Cha Cha. Who's Cha Cha? You, fool. Oh, Mo Cha Cha? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's him right there. What? Mo, Mo Chacha right there. Come on, Brody. That is, dude. What are you talking about? Tolo. Show some respect, Brody. I know, dude. We're in a Continue we're in a on. place we're in a place of peace right now in harmony. Boned up in <laughs> harmony of, of reverence <laughs> of reverence. Boned up in harmony. But yeah, no, but um, yeah, that's where I really had that <laughs> reference from. <laughs> Bafangul. Yeah. 
It sounds Italian. You guys watch? You do? You watch The Sopranos? Nah, you a Soprano guy? Never seen an episode. Same here, not one. A lot of people call it the greatest show ever. What? Ever watch a great show? Never watched it. Start Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Start binging on it. Oh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood's a good. Everybody knows that intro. Everybody knows who Mr. Rogers is. Is it it's a wonderful day in the neighborhood or is it is a beautiful day in the neighborhood? Remember? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> I think it's wonderful then. Is it really? Ooh. Remember we were, it was that's a Mandela effect. Mandela what? Right there. The how the song really goes. Like No, how, you know what else it is? It's it whatever so let's say it's beautiful, whatever. Um it's a beautiful day. In the neighborhood, it's it's a is beautiful it our day neighborhood? in my neighborhood or something like that. I, I know there's That's, something. Oh, so it's kind of like the. It's a beautiful like the, day in my. Oh, is it my neighborhood then? Or the neighborhood. So it's kind of like the beat me up, Scotty. I used to think it's a beautiful day in well, the neighborhood. 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 Beat me up, Scotty. He don't even say that once. Hey, let's give a big shout out to Ian, Cowboy fan. We're going to see him in the playoffs on Sunday. Niners versus Cowboys. He's. That's gonna be big time, bro. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. Winner goes. Who who's on the other side of the NFC? The Giants, the Giants versus and the Eagles versus the Eagles. Schmeagles. Man, that's gonna. Won't be, you be my neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? Uh, I remember that right? part. Yeah. Hold on. Let me see. It's a wonderful day in my neighborhood. Is it, oh, fuck? I don't remember it. Daniel Tiger sings that now. You you ever watch Daniel Tiger? Who's that? Great show, dog. Put it on for Noah. Daniel one of the Tiger. goats, Daniel Tiger. It's oh, free. Shit. Get the PBS Kids app on the Roku, and all their shows are free on there. Pretty sweet, Daniel Tiger. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's how his show starts. It's a wonderful day in my neighborhood. Daniel Tiger's from Mister Rogers' it's neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Ooh. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. See, there you go. So it's a beautiful day in this I, neighborhood. I, I thought he said okay. the neighborhood, but yeah, the playoffs uh, got kicked off already. It was a it was a pretty entertaining. I mean the Jaguars and the Jaguars and Chargers game was incredible. Comeback. Let's talk about that comeback. Twenty seven zero dog. Fool had thrown four picks already. Chargers were up twenty seven zero. Yep. What's his name? So like this one I thought you couldn't get any dumber. Was the was the Jaguars you come in and totally redeem yourself? He That's what he stri- did. Dude. He did. He threw five touchdowns after that. What's his name? That's the, the Lawrence Jaguars. Taylor. Lawrence. No, uh, that's Lawrence. Uh, or Taylor Lawrence. Ta- Taylor Lawrence. Yeah. As though, al revés from Lawrence Taylor. But that vato came out. And he threw four picks. Or Trevor. Trevor Lawrence, isn't it? I don't know, but he's the Jaguars quarterback. He threw four picks. Jaguars were down twenty-seven zero. It looked like there was no hope for them. I mean, if your quarterback throws four picks, you're asking to bench this fool. Yeah, dude, you're As a fan like, or enough yeah, already yeah. of this guy. And this Vato came back through five touchdowns. Uh, yeah, he ended up throwing five touchdowns, four picks. And they, they did the impossible. They were down 27 0. They ended up winning the game 31 to 30, holding the Chargers to only three more points. And I think they did all this in the second half. Yep. Because they were down 20. Because I, I, honestly, I didn't watch the first half. But I kept checking on my phone. I forgot what I was doing. I was doing something. Masturbating. Masturbating and then checking the scores on the phone on the side. Fuck yeah. I was like, ah, fuck it. There was nothing else, dude, on TV or like there was no boxing. There was nothing. Yeah. So I was like, fuck, let me just throw this fucking game on. Hopefully these fools could come back. And then they score. As soon as I turn it on, bro, they drive. They drive and score a touchdown. 
And it was uh, 7 to 27. I tell my dad, I'm, I bet you fucking 10 bucks the Jaguars are going to come back and win. So it just makes it more interesting when you bet. They're not even real bets, but. Just makes it more exciting. Yeah, we just talk shit. It's like the one you and Ian did with the tap dancing. Yeah. Losers got tap dancing in front of each other. Anytime they walk past the other person, you got to tap dance. <laughs> Boom, they score, and then they score another touchdown. I think Broly shows up. I was at my parents' house. It was 14 to 30. It was 14 to 30 at the time when Broly shows up. And I was, hey, bro, like, because they had got the ball again. I think it was like a three and now, or they got a, a turnover or something. And I was like, these fools are driving, dog. I'm going to smoke a blunt before I dip. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> but my watch full these food because uh, it was on the TV. I'm like, before we go outside, let's watch this This drive by the Jaguars. And boom, they score another touchdown. I was like, that's fucking wild, dude. That's 21 to 30 at that point. Or 20 to 30, something like that. Cause I think they went for two at one point. Starting at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I don't remember, but they scored a touchdown and got within within nine or ten points. Then we go to the backyard to smoke our blunt, and I put it on the phone. I put the game on the phone so we could watch it and blaze. You just put an antenna? Boom, they score another one. They score another fucking touchdown. And I was like, holy shit, dude. As we're walking inside, they do the. that's where they complete the comeback. When we go and sit down, they, they score a, a field goal, right? Yeah. That sure to make epic. it 31. 31 to 30, dude. It was epic. It was that's what makes playoff football amazing. Games like that, to where you're like, "Fuck!" Like motherfuckers don't want to watch that shit. But there was nothing else on, so I bet that shit got millions of viewers in that fucking fourth quarter. Yeah, well, like that. Because even like like score viewers like just check on their phone. Like I'm not gonna watch this shit. I'm gonna continue watching Die Hard or whatever. The Bills and Dolphins was pretty good for a while too. That was a good game. I watched that one. The Ravens game was good for a while. I didn't catch that one. Good one. Pretty good. Yeah, but that quarterback, quarterback made yeah. so many mistakes, bro. Huntley, uh, Is that his name? The Ravens quarterback? Yeah. yeah. And then the Niners game was pretty good. Uh, Purdy had a had a little pretty game. Little rough rough start in the beginning. But it's not it wasn't super rough. No. He threw a touchdown, but he was like fifty percent. I think it was like ten for twenty. And then he stepped it up though in the second half, became the pretty boy we all we all come to see. Got accustomed to he's what six and no. Got man. accustomed to there you go. But yeah. then it, when he blows it, the guys are gonna start calling like turdy and yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Fucking, yeah, yeah. He's we, a dead birdie. You already know uh, how this works. Bring in worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Worst Trey Lance when you need him. When nah. you're great, we love you. When you suck, we hate you. No, nah, but I mean just what he's done, dude, coming in as a rookie. It's it's pretty fucking amazing, but isn't that nope. the story of uh, Jamie Foxx and any yeah. given Sunday? That's the story of Tom Brady. Yeah, but though, yeah, the way the team's constructed, though, it's like you could have like a you don't need like an elite quarterback to say just an accurate quarterback, dude, because they got a good offensive a line, coachable quarterback. The running game, they love to run the ball. So, bro, they got so many weapons on uh, offense. Yeah, from Christian McCaffrey and then even the backups back. Like glue on the hands. Like they they don't have a weak receiver. They don't have a their 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 tight end is one of the best in the league. Their fullbacks a pro bowler too, fucking their backup fucking running backs back and that fool's a fucking savage. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Purdy. Always checking his progressions, dog. Yeah. But the that's I'm a fucking quarterback expert now. That's I listen to I listen to the analysts. Oh, he's checking his, or like the announcers. 
It's it's wild. All he checks his projections at such a young age. Blah yeah. blah blah. And that, he's just going. All back those the announcers. Yeah, Broly. Oh, I told you I ran into him, right? I told you. Oh, he ran out to uh, he ran into Alto ran, Marijuana. No yeah. way. So, uh, I mean, since we're on the air, I'll just give him a yeah. shout out. Yeah. Uh, shout out, Mister Marijuana. Yeah, he was. Uh, it was the day or the weekend of the um, the Going Off City uh, Graph event and Dare Fest, which was going on on 16th Street in Van Buren. Um, What's a Dare Fest? A Dare Fest. It was a. a Dare Fest, like, like double dare. <laughs> There's a local oh, a local writer <laughs> the way I did it. Yeah. The way I uh um there's a local uh um uh head in the graffiti scene by the name of Dare. Uh he represents um EMT. Um he threw he did a f- Dare fest, but a, a graph oh, jam, okay. hip hop um uh some hip hop acts, DJs and all that. And then uh, the Going Off City event took place at this um, at Artopia. That was another Graph Jam uh, by by uh, the Graphaholics crew. Um, yeah. So anyway, so these Graph Jams were going out on, and he uh, also brought out. You know, he brought his daughter. I guess he, you know, he's doing his thing. You know, getting stuff situated. And then we went out to um, uh, uh, Julio's uh, Chifos. And um, Eric uh, Madreno is actually yeah. the one who ran into him. And uh, I had just missed him at like all the events. Like we had just, he had just left as I, as I arrived. Yeah. And then he was like, yo, Alto was just here. Alto was just here. So anyways, we're just kicking it. And uh, um, yeah, he rolled through Julio's there. I think I left at like three in the morning, like four, maybe four. But he was there to, well, they were there to like seven, just oh, that's partying and whatever. But like he's he's sober now, from what he or I believe so. He was smoking. Yeah, just but, uh, smoking weed. And shit. Yeah, nice. Well, yeah, dope. he's he's uh, uh working, um, spending time with his daughter, so he took her to those events. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Altiquez, Marihuaniquez. All right, let's call this dude. We're about to call Des on the beats. All right, let's see if he answers, dude. Texas. He's from Texas. Texas. All my Texas are from Texas. Oh, that looks like Texas. No joke. It does. Yo, yo, yo. What's the deal? Yo, yo, yo. We got Des on the beats. Producer extraordinaire. What's up, homie? Oh, man. It's just, you know, it's a pleasure to be in the build, man. I know y'all miss me. I think what we try to do this. Two times in the past, man, I, I couldn't get with y'all, but man, I finally, you know, got 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 to work y'all in, and man, I just I appreciate, I appreciate y'all, man, having me on for real, for real. Hey, man, it's all good. Where where uh, where are you at right now, Texas? Yeah, I'm in Texas now, man. I had to take a break from the old dirty L.A., man. I was starting to, you know, them rodents and them them them, them rats was starting to scare me out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know how that goes, bro. That West Coast fucking heat ain't no joke. It ain't, man. It's, you know, L.A. is a beautiful place, but, you know, home for me has always been Houston, Texas. And I, I really started my career out here. So, you know, I, I was out there for 10 years, and I made, made a, you know, rubbed a lot of, uh, bumped into a lot of good people out there, worked with some good people. But now it's time for me to plant my feet back at home, man, for a little bit. 
Houston, Texas, man, home of home of uh, a lot of a lot of dope rappers, dog. UGK, right? UGK, yeah. Texas, yes, sir. Zero, yeah. zero, king of the ghetto. Zero. Yeah, the pimp, man. Don't forget about the pimp, man. Oh, Pimp C. Yes, oh, sir. Yes, right sir. Pimp C is one of the goats, man. Fuck I look. Yeah. I still to this day, I got the CD right and dirty. I still bump that. That's right, man. We ain't got no choice. We got to, you know, of course, we got to pay respect to the OGs and the big homies out here in Texas. Also, uh, Trader Truth, man, one of one of one of the yeah, one of the most Truth. premier. Devin the yeah, dude. man, he's a good dude, man. He, he does a lot for the city, man. And um, I don't know if y'all heard, y'all know Trey Trey and Zero ain't really yeah, they've been beefing, huh? Definitely got a beef going on, man. Yeah, zero so, zero press charges for when they try to jump him, or I don't they know, they beat his ass. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they got on them, man. But it's, it's me, I'm 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 a caught in the hard place because I love both of them, man. You know what I'm saying? I've, Zero has always been somebody that I've looked up to for a long time, and you know Trey has always showed me love and support. So, and I, I hope that they can you know squash their little beef and their differences. Definitely, bro. We need more unity in the game, especially the way these MCs are are falling like flies. We thought the '90s were crazy. These kids nowadays ain't playing, man. They pull. They're quick to pull the trigger. For real, man. For real, it's 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 getting kind of hectic out here, and that's why, you know, I always preach, man. Just do right by people, man. Do right and uh, treat people well, man. You know, a lot of times these industry cats they they let it go to their head, and you know, unfortunately, y'all heard about the death of offs or um, excuse me, takeoffs yeah, that yes. happened down here in Houston, Texas, which was man, it just debilitating, bro. So at the bowling you know, alley, we all got to check us. Yeah, it was at the bowling alley, man. It was a uh, Right in, uh, right, right in the heart of Houston, and uh, and that that really shook a lot of us up, bro. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a deadly game out there, bro. I I don't know uh, I don't know the ins and outs of it. You know, I'm old school, but I know that uh, affiliations and all that got a lot to do with with what goes on on the streets. All this uh, you got to check in, and all this lingo I hear now, it's it's. Beyond my capacity, you know, beyond my pay grade, but man, I hope uh, I, I hope these uh, rappers stay safe, bro. But let, let's yeah. let's talk a little bit about you, bro. Um, so you're a you're a producer. What what type of music do you produce? So I've been producing mainly hip hop, man. Um, the funny thing is, I started out, man, as like a band nerd, dude. You know, I I, I was I've, I've been in band and choir my whole life, and um, you know, I actually got a choir scholarship to Prairie View Anum University. And that started off my whole little career. I went from choir to doing radio and producing from the radio. And I started linking with a bunch of artists when I was in college. And just, you know, from the ground up, man, producing music, mainly hip-hop. Um, funny thing is, I also do a little bit of, like, like, like EDM housey shit, too. Excuse me, I don't know if I can curse. Can I curse? <laughs> yeah, you're good, bro. You're with the roaches right now. <laughs> All right. All right, yeah. But mainly hip-hop, man. I mainly focus on hip-hop. Um... I did have the chance to start a record label a couple years ago, even though I had been producing for like 10, 15 years. It took me a while to just go ahead and just, you know what? I, I, I didn't want to wait for nobody to sign me. And I also wanted to own my masters. And I wanted to preach to other upcoming uh, artists how to maneuver in the music game and, you know, how to own your masters and stuff like that. So it's been a good little bit, man. But of course, still climbing that ladder. I mean, that's smart, owning your masters, because you see what's going on right now. In the game, a lot of a lot of these big artists are selling their masters for 
millions and millions of dollars. I'm talking four or five hundred million, you know, because they own it. And then they could sell it because it ain't like back in the day where you're pushing where you're pushing a physical copy. Now it's all digital. And the people all digital. And like, yeah, you could own your masters, but are you gonna get it into movies and where you get the residuals? You know what I'm saying? That's what we're looking for is residuals. And what and what sucks is how the game is monopolized. It's only certain companies that know how to get your 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 music into certain spots, you know, for you to actually get paid. That's why you only yeah. hear what is it? It's a handful of artists that are actually making money. Yeah, yeah, man. They talking about it. it I mean, the average is for for like an artist that's on a major label, they spending an average of a million dollars in like marketing, digital marketing, advertisement just to get that song out there. So, you know, it, it's, you know, with, with, with my record label, New Legends Records, we're the small guy competing with the big guy. But if you really think about it, if you mess with a lot of small guys, word might spread just, just as, you know, just as easy. You know, you just got to, you got to get out there and do it, man. Yeah, all it takes is that one hit. Man, all it takes is one. All it takes is one. And, you know, you can eat off that for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. shout out to some people make fun of him wonders, but what they don't know, like let's take for example, uh, Sir Mix a lot, dude. Yeah, he's he might be if you're a, if you're a real hip hop head, he's more than a one hit wonder, bro. He's got hits, but oh, main, yeah. mainstream mainstream he's considered a one hit wonder. But I heard mm-hmm. an inter- I was listening to an interview with him a couple years ago, and he was talking about how that song still brings them a couple million of dollars every year just from it being in movies and, you know, advertisements and shit. So he's still yeah. getting those residuals from that one hit. Yeah, you could clown this dude for all you want, you know, call it bubble gun rap or whatever. But this dude, yeah. set, this dude set generations up from owning his masters. And that's really yeah. important in the, in the game and for the youth to understand that. Yes, man. It's so, so important, man. And, it's just like I see a lot of artists that, you know, for me, here, here's, here's how I actually learned the game, man. Um, you know, I started off at Prairie View. It's like an HBCU, so it's like a black college. And, and Prairie View is really known for, like, its culture and, and for pushing out artists. Um, artists like Darrell, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, like Kirko Bangs, Party Boys. You got uh, DJ Mr. Rogers, a lot of these people, uh, DJ Chose. All these people came from Prairie View, and they were all in the same class as me. So I was kind of in that group. Um, but I eventually transferred to TSU and I was able to, uh, my major was radio, TV and film and uh, my minor was entertainment management. So at TSU, Matthew Knowles, which is Beyonce's dad, he was teaching uh, entertainment management class there while I was going to school. And I got the whole game from Matthew Knowles, which is Beyonce's father. And y'all know that he was the one uh, behind Destiny's Child. So, Oh yeah, definitely. You know, I, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was, I was in school doing 360 deals, you know, just in class from off of his, you know, all right, like, this is what you need to do. Y'all got to do this, got to do that. And uh, that, that really set me up to really know the background of the music industry. To understand how it works, especially nowadays. Yeah. I, I bet you it's changed a lot. Yeah, it has. It has. Man. It, it, it's changed a lot. Um, but actually, I, 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 when, I was, when I was at TSU, I, I probably said it was about five years ago. So not too much of a change, but um, of course everything's digital, bro. Everything's digital. I mean, physical copies ain't really moving. 
it's only like the yeah. hardcore, you know, the hardcore collector that's that's actually going out there for the record or for the CD. I know they still push some units, but it ain't like it used to be. It's all digital. Where am I going to? Yeah. People's mentality is, where am I going to pay for something when I get it for free? That's right. That's right. Do uh, yeah. so. Uh, so who's a, who are some acts that you've produced for? So the when past, I was present, and future. Past. So in the past, like I said, when I was at Prairie View, I, I used to actually have DeRoe sitting on my bed, man, in college, and I used to make a lot of beats for DeRoe. And um, man, back back in the day, it was it was it was just, hey, let's get DeRoe out. Um, when I was in LA, I broke shoulders with. Um, uh, we got Kirkle Bangs. We got um, OGZ. I did some work for OGZ in the studios out there. Um, I, I got a chance to do some studio work with Ray J, but nothing really too major. Um, right now, I'm trying to focus on local talent, man, in the city of Houston and also in Los Angeles. Because now think about a record label. So if I if I if I yeah if I if I pursue this like I'm McDonald's, like like the McDonald's of but but not. I'm in a sense of a billion thirds, you know what I'm saying? Not quality, but in a sense of quantity. Now, if we get all the underground artists that I can and we start pushing them out, that's going to set, set like wildfire, you know, and it's going, it's going to spread and spread and spread and spread. So, you know, and, and not just focusing on trying to work with the big guys, it's very, very important to work with the small guys too. And that's why I really respect you guys over at Roach, uh, Roach Clip Podcast because, you know, I could see y'all, y'all, you know, kind of starting out getting y'all feet wet with it, and uh, you know, like the small guys are very important too, and, and, and numbers matter. So, you know, in the past, those guys, I actually was mentored by Manny Fresh for a long time too. Oh, the um, goat! That's the goat right there. Yeah, yes, man. He he was somebody that always, uh, you know, gave me good advice and looked out for me. He would link up with me in Houston and say, "All right, do this, do that." And you know, I, I had my time with him um, in the past. But, uh, but again, in the future, uh, you know, I, it, it's all about the small guys, man. I, I want to find, uh, you know, new artists, local artists, find them, produce for them. And uh, not only that, I got a lot of new music coming out, too, man. Hell yeah, bro. Uh, I grew up uh, on Manny Fresh, dog, and that's dope that you got to link up with him. How, how is that dude as a person, bro? Is he as a... As he as, you know what I mean, happy vibrant and, as and vibrant man, as... Manny as he sees on Fresh, his, he, he's man, he's so he's so down to earth, man. A very very uh, homely type of guy. Very nice. Um, you would you know uh, he he's he's very opposite of a lot of people in the industry. You know, a lot of people they they don't give you a chance. Um, but even since way back when, uh, for some reason he must. I think he heard my snare rolls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think I the think he heard. The, yeah, I think he heard my. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We go. We gonna fuck with him. So, hey, he can, <laughs> a good he guy, can snare anything. anything, anything, anything. Man, that's what's yeah, up, bro. Houston, man, how's life in Houston? Did you grow up in Houston? So I, I so actually, I'm a military brat, man. I, I lived all over the world, um, and that's kind of the reason why my music kind of doesn't set in one area. It kind of sounds like everywhere. Um, and my dad was in the military, and uh, he, my dad was a DJ. So I was always around the music and moving around the country. And then and we finally settled uh, in Houston. My dad retired and I went to college and left for 10 years to L.A. And now I'm back in Houston. I'll tell you what, man, Houston is a beautiful place. It's, it's a lovely place. The people are, are, are nice. 
and it's a lot more affordable versus a big city like L.A. So um, it's, it's, it's a great city, man. It's, it's a lot of culture here, too, and we're really expanding big time. So y'all got to come check it out if y'all ain't never been here. Yeah, I've never been in Houston, dude. I've only been to uh, – it's called Redford, Texas. It's over by the by the Rio Grande. It's a small little, like, 35-people town. I see, I, I've heard of Redford, yeah. Yeah, so I've been there uh, one time. I'm about to go back in – where am I going? I'm going in March. <laughs> I'm going back okay. in March, so we're going to go out there and check out some property, you know, try to get some set, go. try to, you know, once weed gets legal in, in Texas, try exactly. To, try to get my girl that's, going. Yes, bro. Like, that's the only thing. So when I was out in California, I worked also for a big time weed company called Ease. I don't know if y'all ever heard of Ease, E-A-Z-E. I've never heard of them, but they're they're pretty big in the California scene huge weed delivery company and that's the only thing because i got the man before I, I got on with y'all you know how to switch me one up you know what i'm saying <laughs> and, and, and get on my roach clip oh, yeah. definitely I, what'd you roll up yeah, i mean it was, it, it's just some og man some some uh some og that they got out here but it put the weed scene out here we need help bro <laughs> we need help there's nothing legal out here everything is still you, it's everything's still under the table, bro. You still got to go to the man next door to get your weed. See, that's fucked up. At least when it's uh, like over here, I still go to the man next door. But if I have it in my car, I ain't going to get fucked with. You know, I just want to smoke a joint when I get home or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, we th- that's the advantage the uh, uh, Arizona has right now. Like we could carry guns and weed. Y'all can carry Woo! y'all can carry guns. But that weed, man. I'm I'm scared to, I'm scared to uh to drive through Texas. I'm, I yeah. hear I hear stories, bro. Motherfuckers getting caught with just you know an ounce or two and get fucked with yeah. by police. And I'm already yeah. as, as it is. I'm already paranoid, dude. Of cops, it's been like that my whole life. Like fuck. What's yeah, we we, do we, we don't mess with the popo. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, we can't. That's that's yeah. just that's in our DNA right there. Exactly, exactly. You know, us, us all, of course, being uh, minorities, you know, we they're going to try us a little bit harder, man. So we definitely have to be careful. And it, and it is like that in Texas, bro. Like, I'll be honest with you, when I first got back out here, I had like a little little sack on me, bro, a little sack of weed. And, uh, man, I got, I, got, I got stopped for something really stupid. And they found, like, I'm talking about like a nugget of weed. And I went to jail for that, bro. Oh, hell no. See, bro, even like if you don't get in trouble past that, it's like, fuck, I still had to go to jail, you know, spend the night or whatever. Talk to the goddamn yeah. judge. Yep, they will. Now, now in Houston, they they not as hard on it. But I was right out in the suburb, which is like League City, which is like right outside Houston. You don't want to mess around out there. man. You might get a little bit more leeway in the city of Houston, but anywhere you got to be careful because it's still – not legal and it's because it's a red state you know yeah definitely bro so what what would you say the differences uh lifestyle wise living wise from uh living in la for 10 years and not mm-hmm. coming back to houston dog what's like the biggest adjustment and do you miss la biggest biggest adjustment i would say man the cost of living here is so you get so much more of a bang for your buck out here and it's so much of a cleaner place, man. L.A. 
it's just like LA has like this dirt film on it. It's like this grime that <laughs> <laughs> it's like this grime that stays in the air. <laughs> but it's a lot cleaner, man. It's a lot cleaner city, and it's a lot more. You get that. You do get that southern hospitality down here. And don't get me wrong. It's been the, the, the crime is bad out here, but it's nothing like LA, and you, you don't have to step over homeless people everywhere you go and. You know, I mean, I think I gave out. I mean, I, I should be able to write off, you know, a, a few thousand in taxes for all the money I gave to homeless people on the streets in L.A. Bro, Phoenix is getting just as bad. Like every, yeah, yeah every area you go to now, bro, there's encampments. The cops mm-hmm. will destroy one encampment. They'll set it right back up the following week. It's it's not just like before, you know, it's just certain streets, like avoid these streets, bro. But now it's. It's honestly, it's honestly has uh, spread out. There's a city named to- Cheeks. <laughs> There's a little town, Tolis in Arizona. It's a little city between Phoenix and like Avondale. Mm-hmm. And those motherfuckers don't give a fuck, bro. If there's homeless people on their parks, they'll throw them in the squad car and dump them in Phoenix, dog. Like they, oh they don't, God. they don't play around. So you drive through, you drive through Tolis in Arizona. It's beautiful, dog. There's no fucking hurdles you got to jump through and shit. But yeah. Wow. Fe- and I feel bad, dog, because, like, what the fuck are we going to do? Because now they're getting lost into this, uh, the the fentanyl, Abyss. the fentanyl drug, the drugs, you know? They're always yeah. smoking that shit. Everywhere I go now, these motherfuckers are smoking this shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's all spreading from the West, and it's all going East, bro. And I, I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand, man. I've uh, seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> 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 nah, for Damn real, it, dog. <laughs> yeah, you ain't, you ain't fucking around on that note, dog. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so what uh, what projects you got you got coming up this year? How can we uh, check you out and all that good stuff? Man, so last year I was able to uh, do six singles. Last year, um, this year I'm working on an EP. Uh, I don't have a name for it yet. Uh, the next song I, I got coming out is called the Busted Challenge. Um, Last year, I did a, something called Survive Challenge. I had, like, a lot of girls, like, dancing to the song. I actually gave away $1,000 to the best video. And uh, this year, we're going to do something uh, very, very similar. It's called the Busted Challenge. So, that's just kind of it's kind of something for, for, for the girls in TikTok and all the booty shakers out there. You know what I'm saying? Hell, yeah. Hit up the roaches, dog. We'll do the, we'll do the uh, promo video. There we go. There we go. I well, definitely got to uh, get y'all on it, man. Oh, yeah. We'll bust it right open. <laughs> Hey, bust down a cigar, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah, we'll bust down a, a, a swish or sweet. There you go. But, but it still have many, like, meanings to the Buster Challenge. So, like, it'll be, like, funny videos of, like, somebody walking in, like, a, a storm, getting, you know, busting their ass or something like that, slipping and falling or something like that. And, you know, you got the girls dancing. You could also – so, you know, I'll, I'll do another challenge where I'll give away another $1,000. And uh, just whoever's got the most creative video will, uh, you know, of course, hook them up. That's what's up, bro. What's uh, one of the singles we could check out on Spotify? Man, y'all got to check out Run Up, man. I was getting, I've, I've been getting a lot of um, reviews on the song Run Up. It's, it's a, you know, all my music I write and produce myself, man. I make, I've been making beats for almost 20 years. So, um, you know, I've been able to, to just really foster how to create a, an entire project. So we look uh, up so- Run Up by Des on the Beats. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can tap that in. And then also, all the links are in my bio, my Instagram. You just click the uh, Apple Music. You got me on Spotify. I'm on Tidal. Amazon Music, which is actually one of the best distributors out there. Um, YouTube. You catch me on YouTube. All of that stuff, man. Just, uh, just type me in. Dez on the beat. 
And uh, you, you know, y'all, y'all check me out, man. It's it's, 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 it's some banging stuff out there, man. I, but this year, y'all gonna hear a lot, a lot of new stuff from me, man. Hell yeah, as what's up, bro? You got a TikTok? I, you know what? I do have a TikTok, but I barely use it. It's the real Dez on the beat on TikTok, and uh, you can see it, like all the girls that have reposted the Survive Challenge on TikTok. I mean, I've got hundreds of thousands of plays on the TikTok from just the song Survive Challenge. So y'all. Y'all check that out too, man. Hell yeah, we'll have to twerk to it too. No, no, probably we're gonna roll to it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, Dez hey, on the beat. Thank you for joining us, man, on this beautiful yes, Wednesday sir. evening. Do you got any closing words? Anything you want to say to our beautiful audience? Hey, man, I just, I just want to say, keep supporting my guys over here at Roach Clip, man. Um, y'all, y'all are the small guys right now, but you guys are very relevant. And any exposure is good exposure, man. So whoever who's uh, whoever's out there listening, don't give up. And when you get the little small opportunities, hey, just take them, man, because you never know who's listening. Y'all take them. Dez on the beats on Spotify, on Instagram. Shout out to Houston, Texas. Let's go. Hey, hey much love, y'all. I really appreciate y'all. Let's go, Phoenix. Let's go, Phoenix. All right, man. Arizona. Hey, you have a good night, bro. Thank you for joining us. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Hey, man, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, man. We shall rendezvous soon, y'all. On this late night rendezvous. Hell yeah, that was Dez on the Beats. Make sure to check him out on Spotify, Instagram. What a gentleman making time for the little guys. Fucking little guys, dude. Little fucking gnomes. Where the (laughs) fucking gnomes, dog? Hey, shout out to that dude, though. Thank you for uh, a little nice conversation. Uh, tuning in, bro. Fuck yeah. Uh, so, yeah, NFL playoffs. That's where we left yeah, off. And then the Suns. How's the Suns? Plummeting. Oh, uh, they're fucking done. <laughs> nah, Tolo have faith, homie. I have faith, but goddamn, it's going to take a miracle. Cam John- like, is Cam Johnson coming back? Back tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow? And Where's Booker? Chris What's Paul's the- listed as questionable now, too, so he might come back. I was going to ask you, dude, they're, they're just going to plummet the season now? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. They're... I think they'll end up probably like six seed, probably around there. I don't think they can make it up to the top four anymore, but at least five, five is a possibility. When's Booker due back? I think he gets reevaluated like in a day. So, I mean, he's been shooting around and stuff, just non-contact, but he's been doing like drills and shit. So he's probably getting closer to ramping up. But as long as they get like Paul in there, because they got like a five-game homestand right now that's going to start, they should be able to win like – because they play – Brooklyn tomorrow, but no yeah. KD though. They got no KD and Irv, uh, Kyrie's questionable. So if both of those fools are out and Paul and Johnson come back, I think you'll see a, a nice fucking victory. But yeah, they got to win at least. Try to win all these five. At least that last game is they play in uh, Memphis. So it's that's a, that's it's a tough, be the hard one. But it's gonna be tough though, dog. Yeah, because their their schedule actually is pretty favorable. Like on their favor, dude. Like. They went through the roughest patch already. The whole January was brutal, you know, just they were pretty much away the whole month. Hopefully, bro, because it is frustrating. Yeah, it is. Watching them get their ass whooped mm-hmm. after a couple years of greatness. Well, yeah, it's like every year it gets tougher, dude. Every year is going to get harder for those top teams. Like, look at the Bucks too. They're struggling mm-hmm. right now. Like, Giannis is hurt like his knee injury i'll take a lopo and then middleton chris middleton's only played like 14 games or something this oh, year. the bucks bucks so it's like who's the top seed right now in the east 
top seed in the East right now. Is it New Jersey? Um, Brooklyn? No, I think they're fourth. I, no, the Celtics. I believe Celtics, the Celtics are, are number one. And then on the West? On the West, you got Denver Nuggets. And then Memphis is right behind them. Yeah, bro, I hope they turn it back, dude. On a positive note, a Virginia family is splitting $1 million lottery jackpot after a New Year's million raffle ticket purchase as a stocking stuffer. So the the one the mom went out and bought fucking lotto tickets for the family, put them in their stockings. They scratched one off, dog, and it was a million dollar winner. No way. And the daughter just decided to split it between the, fam- the family, which nice. is her, her brother, and then the parents. Oh, so fuck you guys! I ran out. I ran out, and I ran. I mean, that's smart because if she's young, at least the parents are. Hopefully gonna be smart about it. Yeah. Now at least she's yeah, she has a good heart too, you know. She hey, talk about it. that dude the other day I went to the fucking store to Chevron and I had two dollars left on my uh change and I bought two one dollar scratcher tickets and I want a hundred dollars off of one. Oh nice. Nice. Now those things are starting to give out too, huh? That's a more. good investment. Because my dad too, he's been fucking he had a what three hundred dollar? A five hundred dollar one on on Father's Day and a couple of weeks ago he won like a three hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, dude. He's been I'm on the damn are these these they're actually giving money away now? These they're not Yeah, because I don't I don't really buy those, but like the past couple of weeks I bought three. So I spent three bucks and I won a hundred. I bought one the, I bought one yesterday And that didn't give me shit Fuck it though shit I bought one for Christmas As a white elephant gift For Dora, Dora ended up getting it She won 20 bucks off of it Nice so That's cool dog It was a $10 scratcher And she didn't pay for it So All profit Plus though. 20 dog All profit Yeah we did white elephant You ever done white elephant before Franco? For Christmas? It's a type of shrooms. It's a, it was pretty fun, dude. It's like a little gift game. Yeah, yeah, I've done it a few years. I got a method next year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start off with one gift at the beginning of the Christmas season. I'm on candles, probably like candle holders, and then by the end, by my last white elephant, like see what I could upgrade to, you know, and. Kind oh, of, like go to different parties and shit. Yeah. Uh, like uh, start bartering. It's like bartering, huh? You just yeah, try to work your way on up to some greater. Yeah, pretty much. Because there was one present that had like it was like a ten dollar like Jack and Box gift card and like a twenty dollar bill. So um, and the the it was like a twenty dollar or twenty five dollar whatever it was, but it was like ten like whatever the money was plus a gift card. I was like, damn, that's a that's a come up right there. It's surreal, Caitlin told Virginia Lottery officials. It's a great start to the new year. Caitlin says she is splitting the $1 million prize with her parents, Jennifer and Patrick, and her twin sister, or twin sister, Allison. Oh, they had to split it. They're one person. If one person wins, we all win, Patrick said. Bro, that's fucking dope. After taxes, what is that? Like half a mil they get to split? So they each get over a hundred thousand. Cage. Like one point like hundred twenty five thousand. That's cool. I'll take that with <laughs> I'll take that with the with a grain of salt. You think he's uh, she she's playing it with each parent or the parents are getting the cut? 
They probably not. They're probably, I think they each get uh, their mom their, and dad considered a one twenty quarter. She's probably you together. Guys okay, and then the the twin sisters. You think that they're like they're splitting? Yeah, so it's so, gonna be like a hundred a hundred thousand each. So they're splitting three ways. Uh, four ways. So each sister, the parents. Yeah, uh, each parent, each sister. Oh, that's five ways. Four. It's the twin sisters and the parents and her, the girl who scratched right. No, with her twin sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's four. I thought it was twins, like a girl or whoever, <laughs> and twins. No, so it's her twin sister. Oh, so yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It's doable. That's doable. 125K. I would say they're splitting about that. What if the other sister had one? <laughs> and she's like, fuck you, guys. Fuck you. I'm a, I'm, I got a million bucks. She does a DX. She just- but taxes, right? That's where they get you on that shit. They take like half of that. Yep. Half of that winning. Well, what was that that billion dollar winning like by the end? I mean, it was still a lot of money, but they walked away with like four hundred something. Four hundred mil. So, that's that's a great. That's hefty. Yeah. Because what sucks about the lottery? I mean, if you ever do win it, if you do take the payments, if you die, bro, that's done. Yeah. Like You're nobody, fucked. like it goes back to the fucking state or whatever. So it's no matter how much you win. Just if you take, take it, it all, then you go write a will or fucking write it down to your kids or your family or. Fucking favorite charity. I didn't know that. Yeah, dog. That's there's a twist on taking the whole thing or just part. The biggest winner is the IRS or who takes the taxes? Uncle Sam. I think it goes to the state, huh? To do like a like fun schools and shit. Uncle Fuckle. Uncle Fuckle. Uncle Samuel. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that's some good news, bro. Come up on a million dollars on a scratch ticket. I would shit my pants, bro. Fuck yeah. I'll start making plans already Dude, before already. I even cash that bitch in. Just cash out on the crib and rent free. Would you still live there? Would I still live there? Or what, a million? Yeah, a million. Like million take home? Or okay, whatever. Why not? Well, like this young girl won. So after taxes and all that. I'll probably buy me something else and... I have a property to fucking, uh, you know, rent out. Shit ever spikes again and slang that bitch. Spike? But either way, you know, <laughs> but I'm just talking out of my ass. I don't know how finances work once you're that fucking rich. A million bucks. A million bucks would be nice, though. Probably cash out on my pad. Get Why another pad in Mexico by the beach. Texas. You could upgrade that one, rent, you know, living rent-free for the rest say, of your in, life. In Red Linda, or what'd you say? In or upgrade it and still get another pad, though. Over in Texas? Yeah. Red Redford? Yeah, in Redford's. Oh, yeah, it's like a, oh, we're going to grow weed there once fucking, in 10, 20 years from now when weed is legal there. Yeah. That's where we're going to have all our girl houses, dog. Like in the mid-50s? Be like those old hippies? Yeah. Slanging weed, slanging weed to the Texas community. Not even just renting, leasing out the property. Like fuck yeah, you could grow fucking. You could, you could fit thirty trailers in this motherfucker right now. But yeah, what up, Franco? How you doing, dude? Everything good on your side of the neighborhood? Yeah, just madness to madness. How was that last night? It was cool, man. We got a, I got the scoop on some, some uh. Uh, entertainment news, some gossip, but I'm not gonna spill the beans because it's pretty. Why bring personal? it up? 
because it, it that because that's the type of news that gets shared on Madness to Radness off air. I got some news. Iggy Azalea made over three hundred seven thousand uh, dollars on her first day OnlyFans. Uh, on OnlyFans in her first twenty four hours. She on OnlyFans. Yeah, her first twenty four hours, she made over three hundred thousand dollars. God damn it! First three hours, twenty four hours. Standing on like bad, bad baby. Yeah, but she's underage, dog. We can't. No, be she's of age now. No, no, yeah, which, we don't talk about. Literally, the day she turned eighteen, that's when they came, and that's what that's what's sick. That's what's perverted. It was like uh, what a million dollars, like that first day. Bunch of some, creep, bunch of creepo cernas out there. Yeah, that's fucking sick, huh? You think Miko fucking signed up? Miko, if you got our OnlyFans, let us know. Send us a DM. Yeah, send us your, send us your links. An OnlyFans. What is she doing? Is, she, is it like, is it like bikini stuff, or is it like all out nude? I, or I don't bang? know. Banging. She's banging she's on banging? there. Banging. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I haven't checked it. Or out she's yet. one of those can girls where she just has like a a pink antenna coming out of her vagina. Oh, the little thing like <laughs> fucking <laughs> vibrate me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Give me more coins. I think that's old school, dog. That coin system, the webcams with the little antenna coming out their puss. For real? Yeah, that's throwback, dog. That was like just yesterday. Yeah. What, what is it now? Oh, now it's all POV shit, huh? Yeah, POV. Sucking, twacking. Yeah, like even like the porn videos, huh? Like you can like zoom in and like. You think China would have one right now? What? An OnlyFans? Oh, they run the that con- shit over the, there. Like the country? China. Oh, there we go. Who? <laughs> China. You think she would have an OnlyFans? No, the WWE superstar. Oh, she did. Yeah, she probably does still. Think she does? Oh, oh yeah. you mean would she? I mm. think she would. Yeah. Her fucking muscular vagina. Yeah. You think that she has like muscles? Like, you never watch her porn? Pectorials. She has a tons of porns. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She even does she a muscled bang. up or what? Definitely. Muscled up? There's oh, one with Mean Gene Orgerlin's fucking banging her. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty funny. She's Going on the ground. The that, that fool comes from behind and they're in the side of, of a ring. That fool comes and just flops his body all hard next to her and starts fucking banging her from the side while she's on the floor. Sorry, Ian. I didn't. Does she start punching him or something? Like, she starts doing something to him and scares him away. Oh, yeah. She's, like, fucking blowing a dude while fucking Mean Jean's banging her from me. It's all, like, fake dudes dressed like a WWF superstar. There's there's a doink. There's a doink. Fake-ass Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Triple H. I think so. I think there's a Triple H in there. One, Probably two, like three a kid. macho man. The Randy Savage himself. The one, two, three the kid. The actual Randy. No, yeah, it was the actual one, two, three kid. They have a porn together. Yeah, they were like dating for a while or some shit. That's crazy. <laughs> have you guys watched the hatchet wielding hitchhiker on Netflix? Yeah, that was crazy. You watched that one? Yeah, the one, the one with Zach De La Rocha. That dude, I was thinking the same thing the whole time, and then he's on the guitar. Yeah. I'm a fucking young Zach right there. The Hatchet Wielding Hitchhiker. Great Fuck documentary. Yeah. Never watched it, man. Now, do you have Netflix? Huh? Yeah. You, have Net- you should watch that one. That's a good it's one. Dope or what? Yeah. It's about this hitchhiker with the hatchet. Smash, smash. Did he rap tap, tap at your door with the damn hatchet? Pretty much. A knapsack filled with like 30s and necklaces. He just fucking beat the shit out of some dude with the hatchet. He looked like a sloper. 
How many times did he say he hit him? Three. Three times. The hatchet wielding hitchhiker, dog. So he was just going around hitting people with his hatchet, killing them, or did they survive? You got to watch it, bro. Or do you want do you want the... Well, do you remember the, the... So when was it? Like 2013, I think? Oh, I forgot. It was a long time ago, but it was a considerable time ago. Uh, the... the, 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 the Get it. This guy was driving, and are you going to bring it up or? Oh, no, no. Oh, this guy was driving and ran into a construction um, like zone, and it pinned one of the construction workers up against a vehicle. And he got out, and he started saying, like, all this racist shit, and was like, he's God or Jesus. And he then the women, who, there were some women who ran up to, like, help him because they figured it, you know, it was an accident or whatever. He started attacking them. The driver of the car. Yeah, the driver of the car caused the accident because he was the one saying all the racist shit and whatever. Racist slurs? Racist slurs and saying he's Jesus. Oh, At the same Lord. time, he had a dude, a construction worker pinned with this car against a, a tractor. And and uh, he's, Why he's doing this other he started, shit. Like, he started attacking these women. So this guy came out of nowhere and pretty much like hit him with the hatchet, like the blunt end twice, and when he wouldn't let go, he turned around to the sharpen and bah! split and, that motherfucker. Yeah, and splitting uh, wigs and um, wide open. Police, whatever, blah blah blah. The news came out, and this is probably where you've seen it. But I guess there was a, well, there's a news reporter. There, they didn't know where the guy went. He kind of just disappeared, and they gave like a vague description. They're like, "Wait, is that him?" And so they got caught up to him, and then uh, they asked him. They're like, "So what happened?" And he's he's like this kind of like hippie surfer like like a uh, wanderer type of guy, and uh, and he's just talking like all you know all euphoric and hippie like, and then so he starts to give him his story, and like they're kind of like falling in love with him because he's like oh he's so lovable, and then uh, he tells a story. He's like this guy, but you know what I just said, and he's like I pulled out my hatchet. And I hit him. I went smash, 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 and it became this whole like viral <laughs> sensation. Do you, oh. do you remember that video? Uh, vaguely. He's wearing like a red shirt, and so that was like the whole thing. So they wanted to give him like, so when it became like a viral sensation, um, yeah, they were trying to give him like, uh, like a reality show and all this other shit. But that was that. That's the stuff that if you if you watch the news or whatever, that's kind of what happened. But the rest of it, it's a pretty fucking crazy story. Yeah, the Kardashian producers wanted to give this for a reality show. Oh, yeah? He had to go to some meeting. He's like, nah, I'd rather go to Oakland and smoke some weed. Fuck yeah. Great choice. And they picked him up in the limousine, dude, full of fucking weed. No way. Yeah. That's how bad they wanted this fool, dog. (laughs) He's just like a homeless hitchhiker, dude, that fucking... Love smoking weed. Love smoking weed, but it gets a little intense during the... The documentary show. Are you guys ready? For what? Go. 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 Welcome to Fun Facts with Franco. And now it's time for Fun Facts with Franco. What do you got for us today? Over. 1400 facts to knock you sideways. What do we got on the docket today, Franco? You know what I found was quite interesting? That Ben Affleck 
Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Affleck. Oh, hold on. I'm going to say it this way. Jennifer Lopez has more rings, engagement rings, from Ben Affleck than A-Rod has from winning the World Series. Ooh. That's a nice fun fact. J-Lo got more rings than the Dallas Cowboys. That's a fun fact. <laughs> no, nah. She ain't never <laughs> flexed before. The five most common first names of taxi drivers in New York City are M- MD, Mid, I believe that's how you say it, Mohammed, Mohammed, Muhammad, and Mohammed. The top, what, five? Five. Five. So they're all basically the same number, the same name? They're all basically the same name. They're all MDs? <laughs> no, that's, that means doctor, right? MD is one of the names. Oh, okay. Like mid. Mid. What does MD mean? Doctor? Um, mid doctor? Medical medic, doctor? Medic. Medical doctor. Okay, okay. Medic. Yeah. Medic. I mean, that's a great fact. I would have guessed Mohammed as one of them, but not all of them. Or you never realized how many different spellings there were. Yeah, that's true. How many spellings of Franco is there? There's one Q with an R with a K. Francois. Yeah, in French. Francois. Eric, there's a bunch of ways to spell Eric. Oh, yeah. The funniest one I saw was A I R E C K. Eric. Air. Like uh, air. That's like super fucking biblical. Eric. I heard my name without the without the C. Vitor. Belfort. Vitor. And Vitor. Or Belfort. I remember we had this girl from uh, Germany. It was in grade school. I think I was like fifth, sixth grade. And uh, she called me Frank. I was like, bitch, what'd you say? Hey, Frank. 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 All right, Frank will give us another fun fact. Come on, Frank. The 10 spot Break ladybug has between zero and 15 spots. The 10 spot ladybug? Yeah. Has between what? Zero and 15? That's a stupid one. That's a good one. That's pretty good. Cause yeah. yeah, if you think about it, they're not all like some of them got smaller spots than others. Some of them just have like one or two. Yeah, two big old ones. And Those are just the babies. Some just got a bunch of little. That is. Is there ladybugs in Phoenix? I don't think I've ever seen a ladybug. Oh in yeah, Phoenix. not yeah the, for like the gardens. The gardens, yeah, you need them for gardens here because a lot of those spider mites on be attacking plants here. The zombie zombies. I ain't never seen the a ladybug. Because they're zombies. I'm gonna look for one. Yeah, you could get yeah, Home Depot, Lowe's, all in the gardening section. Yeah, throw them in your plants outside, like your vegetables and shit you're growing. And there's an the evil lady. They'll keep them fucking free from anything. They have uh, f- free range bugs. They free your mind shit. and your ass will swallow. Yeah, all right, Franco, hit us with one more. They're good for weed plants, too. A walrus's penis bone is as long as the human thigh bone. God damn. Yeah. A walrus? A walrus's. Penis? And they got a bone in their penis? Yeah. And that's not that that's the bone. Um that's not like the actual penis. Like, that's not like the, the, the fucking the cartilage. Yeah. The, rectal, the muscle. The blood vessel. All dysfunctioned or and they're hung. Fuck ye. Hung like a walrus. Damn imagine the vajas. How fucking <sighs> how tore up those vajas get. Dude. Oh, they're destroying out there. Big enough for a baby walrus to come out of it. Definitely. <laughs> the hatchet wielding hitchhiker, probably. The hatchet wielding hitchhiker. 
that what it's called? Hatchet wielding hitchhiker. And then the Madoff, the Monster of Wall Street. That's a good one on Netflix. Madoff Hitler. <laughs> uh, Bernie Madoff. You know who that fool is? Bernie Mac's cousin. That fool took advantage of Wall Street for like forty years, jacking everybody's money. Oh, fucking from anybody you could think of gave this vato money. Ted Danson. So he's just taking people's money and say he was investing into Wall Street. But he wasn't. He was just keeping everybody's money. And when somebody wanted to cash out of their investment, because they're always that money is always plus. Like the his investments were always winning. Even when Wall Street was down and shit, like how the fuck this fool making so much money? Yeah. Like his returns were like guaranteed twenty percent. And that's a lot, dog, when you're putting in like a million dollars. The big players. I think that fool had like fifty billion dollars invested from all kinds of motherfuckers. So it finally went down, dude. That fool had a he had two stories in some big Manhattan building where his offices were. But the the bottom story, like the story, I think his building was on the eighth floor, and then on the seventh floor he had another one. But that one was like the hood one, dog. That's where the fucking ratchet shit went down. Oh, that's where all the fucking. Oh yeah, and then he had his legit business upstairs. And nobody was allowed downstairs to that fucking building. And that's where this fool was. This fool was using the old school, still the old school. Um, remember the copy machines where the little things you had to tear off from the side and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what he would send to his clients. But it was always like profit, profit. So most motherfuckers were comfortable. Like, hell yeah, dog. I invested a million dollars. I got seven million now. Like, motherfuckers were retiring and shit. And uh, so he wasn't investing shit. I forget how the fuck did this motherfucker get caught. So how would they if they wanted to cash out? He just gave him the money from the from his bank, pretty much. Mm. It was mm. Chase Bank was allowing this motherfucker to do billions of dollars of deposits, bro. So uh, like this, was, like Chase Bank got a lot of a lot to do with that, and they didn't even get in trouble for none of this shit. That's crazy. Yeah, because this was like depo- yeah. So like if somebody wanted to cash out, and then they'll threaten them. They're like, if you want to cash out now, it's cool, but you can never fucking return to us. So, like, yeah, you're going to get your big returns right now. But in the future, you're fucked, dog. So, are you sure you want to cash out? Most motherfuckers will be like, "Uh, no, never mind. You know, they got all this bankroll. Allegedly, on paper. (laughs) Fake paper. But that's a good documentary, dog. One of his sons died of cancer, I think. And another one ended up killing himself. Like that fool's his whole family's fucking fucked. I'm loco by the shit by the shit that he did, bro. He's a crazy motherfucker. Bernie Madoff Ponzi scheme. Check it out. Uh, he died. He died in prison of cancer. Bernie Madoff. That's the best way for someone like that to die. Like you know, I hope he died of cancer in, in fucking prison. prison. In prison, yep. But uh, yeah, John Jones versus uh, Gone Gone. Cyril Gone, that's going down March 4th. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and Gone was out of the UFC. Good for him. He dipped out, dude. They offered him so much fucking money, bro. You know how much? I know it was $8 million for the for the John Jones fight. And he turned it down because they wouldn't uh, meet some of his demands. One of them was have a fighter's advocate at all the UFC board meetings. 
And Dana, not Dana White, but the UFC said no. Another one was uh, give health care to all the fighters on the roster. And they're all like, hell no. So this motherfucker left all that money behind to try to help other fighters. So that's, uh, you know, that's commendable right there. Yeah, it makes all the, honestly, it makes the UFC, a lot of UFC fighters look like bitches. The ones that talk about it and that are still there. The ones that are like fucking still like shook and jiving for you know, Dana White. And it's crazy. It's really going to, it's, I'm real interested to see like what's going to happen to it, especially now with the, this quote unquote woke era. And you got this guy who's, who's a wife beater. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they're treating like, like now openly treating fighters like shit. Like saying you're not, you know what I mean? Like healthcare, like all these things that, like just the human, like human populations asking for. It's like here's like one of the biggest companies in sports, and you can't even provide that to their yeah, or like like won't you know? So it, it's it's interesting, man. That that's honestly, man. Anywhere anywhere Nagano fights, anything boxing, like I'm gonna I'm gonna pay to watch it. I'm gonna support him, like because that's fucking allegedly. You know, there's sites out there where you could stream shit for free. But allegations. But I just don't, I don't pay for UFC fights. Let's just say that. Yeah, and they just went up due to like almost eighty bucks each yeah. pay per view. That's wild, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Probably any closing Fucking words before closing we dip out. Wow! His mouth like a butthole. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nah, man, just uh. Nothing really much, man. Just shout out the usual peeps, you know, the Smokey, Bucky Buck Chop, the Smokies, you know, KDF 102.9, you know, Stone Age right there in the room next to us. The DeAndre Ends of this world. Feed my oldies. And, uh, yeah, just shout out, you know, Franco Tolo, Mr. Mr. Uh, Cowboy. Yeah, Cowboys are going down, Mr. buddy. Mr. Jer Bear over here, you know, we just posted up. I'll be here Sunday, dude. We're going to watch that bitch in the auditorium. But yeah, man, it's gonna be another great week, I think, of football. You gonna come watch it with us, Brody? Yeah, I should be able to. It's a must, bro. It's a must. Frank, any closing words? Yeah, man, watch out. Watch out, big things coming this year. Now, uh, I got twenty twenty three is our year. I got a a meeting with the gentleman uh, Friday morning, ten a.m. Uh, we're gonna actually look at bringing um, an actual professional studio equipment um so we can start shooting live the roads clip podcast and oh nice where it goes from there seeing what can be done uh possibly bringing back the 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 game show the trivia show yeah um in front of a live studio audience even better yeah yeah um shout out to dave miranda we're gonna uh bring uh just give me five uh show to kdif um, if you don't know, uh, Dave Miranda, um, he interviews a lot of local uh, legends, a lot of people that have been in the game from uh, um, the Midnight Mamacita to Tommy Nunez. Joy uh, Baggs. Mega, uh, Mega Rand, uh, Joe, yeah, Joe Baggs, Daryl D. Um, D's nuts. And... And just shares a lot of a lot of history of, of Phoenix hip hop culture, media culture. I don't know if you guys remember. There's a guy named uh, uh, Bruce Kelly back in the day, uh, in like the early mid '90s. Great guy. Do you, do you know who I'm talking about? Were you guys here? Never met him. No, I wasn't here in the '90s. He was. Do you remember Jer? 
yeah, and he was uh I, I just remember listening to him every morning like uh growing up before school. But uh but yeah, anyways he's coming to KDIF. Um the the Breezeway uh three on three tournament going on with the paint jam, B Boy, uh uh B Boy Summit. How do we sign up to this three on three? And uh you know how how they sign up for it? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Ian and Prodi. We'll go take Acro. some shit up. Ian, there Prodi, Ian. and Acro. Acro will be defense. It'll be our center. Just post them up. It'll be our goalie. Our barista. Sick ass fool. It'll be our Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a, a B Boys, and there's going to be a concert with some MC. It's open to the uh, public. For the it is a community event, so uh, that's going down March eighteenth, um, and then uh, the out crowd, the out crowd nineteenth um, anniversary, which is going on March tenth, I believe. Um, but all that going on March, more details to come. That's a couple months away. Uh, what else is going on? Shout out Age, Fear Me Oldies. Shout out uh Chevy Music. Chevy Music. Thursdays. Chubop Chubop. Tuesday Tuesday evenings. We always got new DJs coming through. But anyways, it's cool, man. There's a lot of dope stuff that's coming up. So uh just just uh keep it pegged. Thank you. To Shout madness. out Roach Clip, Radness to Mass. Yeah, that's the show we got Monday. Oh, so we're gonna um we're gonna do a giveaway for the Las Calaca show, which is going on February fourth, I believe. Um there I, you I go. didn't get the exact date, but I'm gonna get some information. That's gonna be a dope show because they're gonna have lucha libre wrestling. Uh, that's oh, going the on crescent. The, yeah, yeah, the crescent ballroom. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna be a real, real, real fucking fun show. Can't wait to see that. Um, and shout out to uh, uh, specifically Vic and um, uh, Rafa. They're rocking the Roach Clip Roach Clip gear um, for their show and whatnot. So yeah, shout out to those fools, man. Oh yeah, shout out to those fools. Shout out to Las Calacas, shout out to Ian, shout out to Jerry Bear, shout out to Brody. Shout out to Franco, shout out to the homies over at Smokey Smoke Shop. I just paid them a visit. Shout out to the homegirl Age, Feed them at Oldies. Shout out to Faust, High Class Car Club. And to the rest of y'all, y'all can go fuck yourself. Damn, this drink is hitting. I got some... uh Gin and tonic in here. Hendrix? Yeah, Hendrix. I put too much in there, but here we are. Go fuck yourself, bitches. Ay, 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 ay. Yo. Shut up, bitch. I didn't Roach clip, shut up, bitch. They toasted. Big sale, you know the boys reloaded. Roach clip, we be heavy token. It's more than a cat take to catch you open. Roach clip, burnt out, stay toasted. Big sale, you know the boys reloaded. Roach clip, we be heavy token. It's more than a cat take to catch you open. Pardon the slowness, smoke to the roach clip. From the AM to the PM, I'm toasted. The diagnosis, so ferocious. Call me Mr. 86, ghosted. Pass the roach clip, twist another Philly blunt. On my chili chill, give them what they really want. Cup another pound, trying to bring the price down. Got the sticky icky, my niggy quite loud. Ask Steph and them, we can shoot the lights out. Talk smack, I back slap quite foul. It's like the malice in the palace. 
throw hands with fans, he's so callous Roach clip, floating with the planets 10pm in Pluto, but shut it down in Dallas He got five on it, what you talking practice? Roach clip, roll this, go-go gadget 